Hello everyone and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. I'm your host Chilies. We talk about news reviews and all that good stuff. With me as always is Gary. Hey Gary. Hello. How are you doing? I'm decent. I'm decent. How are you? I'm not bad, thank you. I'm not bad. But well, we both can be great. We could in a few weeks once the PS5 is out. Yes, and hopefully, you know, we have better leaders. At least from my side. <laughs> oh. What have you been up to this week? Um, you know, I've been playing a lot of Genshin Impact. Um, getting myself ready for the November 11th update, uh, which is going to bring uh, two new level 5 characters and two level 4 characters. Oh, nice. A bunch of new story missions, a bunch of new um, side quests. It's going to be a big, hefty update, so I'm excited for that. So I'm getting my teams ready for that. That's good. Um, I'm like 400 experience away from reaching uh, world level four, which sucks because I'm not ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, there's that. I also uh, got to play and review uh, Remothered Broken Porcelain. Which is a horror game. It's a sequel to uh, Tormented Fathers, which I did enjoy. Unfortunately, the uh, sequel is a broken pile of garbage in every way. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, a game that probably should have still been in development for another six months, but it is what it is. Sadly, so that has been my week. How about yours? I've been playing that much to be honest, mostly Fantasy 14. I did give Watch Dogs a try on PC to get ready for when it comes out because I've heard the Wait, PS4 version. I thought it's already out. I'm waiting for the PS5. Oh, okay. Um, I thought I'd give it a try on PC just because A, I don't have money, and B, I could just get Uplay Plus and download it for 12 quid rather than paying the full price. And I'm happy yeah. I did because the PC version is it's something else. And if the PC version <laughs> is this bad and the PS4 version is that bad, I'm gonna. I, I'm hoping the PS5 version runs okay because, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been uh, kind of back and forth with that game. Some people are saying it's good, others are saying it's bad. There's no really in between. Um, but it's mostly what I predicted it was gonna be. <laughs> I'm enjoying the it so end far. of the franchise. Which sucks because it was. It's annoying because it's. Watch it. Feel, watch it. Feels like it backtracked from Watch Dogs Two, because so many cool things that were in Watch Dogs Two isn't in Watch Dogs Legion, which sucks because they were. They've if they just expanded on two, they would have had a great game. Because mm -hmm. two was great. Two I think they kind of open world games. Yeah, I think they kind of lost track of what they wanted that franchise to be. Like I liked what they introduced in the first Watch Dogs. Uh, where you can control a lot of stuff with your phone, even though Aiden Pierce was the most dull character I've played in an Ubisoft game in a long time. Um, I did like the fact that he can do a lot of these cool things with his phone, and obviously the second one expanded on that. Yeah. Um, but now, apparently, that whole mechanic is gone, and it's like, oh, now we're in this revolution. Let's just grab random people to do shit for us. Like... It's it, it went away from what that franchise was supposed to be, I believe. Yeah, I, and I feel like that kind of, playing it. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, you know, like walking around and stealing people's money with the, your phone is quite, always quite kind of funny. Mm -hmm. you know? Or he, reading the quips and hearing the quips from different phone calls, like you'd hack into their phones and you can hear their voicemails. Mm hmm. Ah. Uh. Disappointed Ubisoft. I've been disappointed in Ubisoft for a while now. <laughs> Disappointment soft. Ah. <laughs> hey Alfonso, you're here too. How are you doing? I am. Hello, hello. I am good. Um, all as well as right now. I just finished playing... Well, I just ended the last DLC in Borderlands 3, which to me... Is the best out of the four. Looking for the updates, which is November 10th, in terms of all the new features and the second season 
from season two of the DLC. And, you know, PS5. That is it. That's good. Yeah, I can't wait, PS5. Gary, you've actually got your controller, haven't you? I did get my controller. Alfonso has his controller too. Mm-hmm. I don't have a controller. Why didn't so, you get one, Ben? Because I already get one with the console. Yeah, that's Why true. Would I, I know. One? To uh, just look at. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to be quiet and let you guys two talk about the controller. Okay. <laughs> well, um, well we'll from talk about eventually. my my experience with the controller is it's heavier than the DualShock 4. Uh, a lot heavier than I thought it was going to be. Um, it's a little bigger than the DualShock 4, but it feels oh so good in my hands. Um, it's just the design of it is really, really good. And the, the, the grips on the back are definitely better than the DualShock 4 ones. Um, doesn't feel like it's going to fly out of your hand at any moment. So... I'm very excited. Alfonso, though, got to use it on his PC. Alfonso, tell us how it feels when you push buttons and stuff. It it feels first of all, like you said, the the controller is heavier. You can definitely feel the weight. Um, comparing the two back and forth, because I was both using the PS4 and the PS5, I noticed. The battery lasts a lot longer than the 4, but it can't really tell because it's not hooked up to the PS5. They actually see the difference because I didn't really use it that long. But it, it seems it's a lot longer than the DualShock 4. Um, a lot of functions were not enabled because it's not synced to the 5. But pressing the back triggers, R2, L2, the face buttons, the the analog stick, they all feel way superior than the 4. So imagine when it's actually synced to the 5. I'm I'm so looking forward to not shooters because I'm not focused, I'm not big on shooters, but racing games when it comes to breaking and, and drifting, I'm so looking forward to see how that, those, the the rumble and the adaptive triggers work. So whenever Gran Turismo comes out, I definitely get in that day one just to test that out. But yes, I cannot wait to the five to actually see how it all works better. But so far, I'm impressed with the controller. That's cool, because I saw a little GIF of somebody playing a PS5 games, one of the early press ones, and he was showing how the adaptive triggers work, and he was pressing the R2 button. I don't know what game he was playing but you can visually see the resistance in the controller mm-hmm. of what he's trying to do and it's like shaking as he's trying to press the button i thought that was amazing i don't know what game he was playing but it looked really cool and i was like mm-hmm. that's the kind of stuff that i want to see in the control and from a lot of people who are talking the controller definitely is a revolutionary controller like people were kind of at first like oh okay it's just a new controller with all these added features but now that they've actually got to use it on an actual PS5 game, they're noticing how seriously next-gen this controller is and all the amazing added features that it adds to games. Um, I'm super excited for it. Super excited. So finally use it. I ask you this now, Gary. I ask you this now, because Ben hasn't experienced it yet. Out of all the controllers that we have from PS1 to 5, how would you rank them? Well, again, since I haven't been able to play with the PS5 controller, I've only been able to hold it. I'll still have to say the DualShock 4 is the best one. Um, mm. Until I actually get to play with the controller, then we'll see. But I'm pretty confident the, the DualSense is going gonna, is gonna to mm-hmm. be the controller for me. Because it just, yeah. just from holding it, it fits perfectly in my hands. It's weird because like, I always felt the same way with Nintendo controllers, even though they have some of the ugliest designs I've ever witnessed in controllers. <laughs> For some reason, every time I hold a Nintendo controller, it just feels natural yeah. in my hands. Yeah. I don't know what the hell they do. Like It looks like ass, <laughs> all of them, for the longest time. <laughs> but somehow, they just fit well in my hands. 
mm-hmm. and they're comfortable in my hands. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas with the Xbox, I just never felt comfortable holding an Xbox controller. Um, yeah. Especially the original Xbox controller. Oh my god. That no, thing I, is just... Uh, <laughs> your hands, your thumbs are just so far spread apart because that big-ass <laughs> Xbox logo in the center. Um, but I just never felt comfortable holding an Xbox controller. I think it's because of where the analog stick is, to be honest. Yeah. I think I'm so used to having the two analog sticks next to each other rather than the analog stick where the D-pad is on the yeah. PlayStation controllers. I think it completely throws me off when I have to use that instead. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's just because I'm just so used to the PlayStation controller. Um, so, yeah. I'm excited to see. Like, I'm hoping... Like, I know a lot of the PS4 games are uh, releasing patches for uh, the PS5. Like, uh, God of War just released a patch um, yeah. to utilize the PS5 features. There's a lot of um, PlayStation exclusive or PlayStation games that are already getting patched to support this. Like, The Last of Us Remastered apparently released a patch that completely illuminates loading times from even the PS4 version. And I'm over here like, so you could have done this for how many years did you decide to just do it now? <laughs> like, what the hell, man? Um, but I'm hoping that they also, within that patch, for these games, like, did things to help support the DualSense as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that'd be cool. Like, if I'm playing The Last of Us and I'm using the bow and arrow, you know, like, Last of Us Remastered, I should say, or even The Last of Us 2, like it'd be cool if like I could get the tension of the holding the the bow and arrow as I'm cranking it back with the with the adaptive triggers if if they implemented it. Um, I know it's not a PS5 game, but it would be cool if those PS4 games implemented the DualSense controller into them with the patch as well. It'd be nice. Well, I, I feel I think Sony would, but I think they'll I think they'll only focus that on the first party. Like you said, like Last of Us, God of War, Horizon, etc. Et first party games. But it'd be yeah. cool if like the third party developers also had that option and if they wanted to spend the resources to do it, I think it would be nice. I know uh the um update on November eleventh for Genshin Impact also implements PlayStation Five uh Features, but they didn't say what PS5 features. I'm assuming it's all the same ones, like faster loading, higher resolution, uh, uh-huh. better textures, but they didn't have obvious details on it. So I know for Ben, that game loads super fast. Whereas for me, I have to wait a lot when Ben and I played because it's cross yeah. cross play with PC and mobile. Like he loaded into an area like lightning fast, and then he had to wait like 10 seconds for me to show up because <laughs> my game was still loading. Um, and even the mobile loads that fast. The PS4 version is the slowest one for some reason. Um, that hard drive. Yeah, drive. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hoping the Genshin Impact PS5 release utilizes a lot of the DualSense and stuff too, because I could see it utilizing a lot of DualSense features with a lot of the mechanics that that game has as well. Um, but I'm hoping third-party developers utilize the DualSense. Like, we talked about a lot of the free-to-play games, like Fortnite is coming with Unreal Engine 4 on launch date for PS5. You know, you have Warframe. I don't even think... Did they announce the PS5 version of Warframe yet? I don't know. I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. Okay. Um, well, hopefully, eventually, when, when they do... I do believe they will announce it eventually. It'll utilize the dual sense. Final Fantasy fourteen, when that eventually comes to PS five, I hope will utilize the Next super fast year. loading. The super fast Probably. loading of the SSD and stuff. I mean it'd be really nice. Be, there's a still a, with those the games at least there'll still be limits because of servers. You'll never get as fast as single player games because you've always got the server connections to the Yeah, to yeah. Yeah, no, that's totally understandable. So, I, so yeah, I do. I do hope will be playable at launch on PS5, but only mm-hmm. as a backwards compatible game. Well, they've also announced the the PlayStation Plus uh, collection. All the games on that one um, are all uh, updated to utilize the features of the PS5. Yeah. 
So that's a lot of yeah, that's I think over twenty games they've announced on that thing. So including Bloodborne. And yeah, including Bloodborne. Uh <laughs> we'll see on Bloodborne. We've had some first hand information that right now nothing is really happening with Bloodborne on the PS five through backwards compatibility. Maybe the PS plus version will be different. I don't know. Um but yeah, and there's a lot of third party games on there. Uh they just also recently announced uh Black Ops three and uh Crash Bandicoot the Insane Trilogy is also gonna be part of that instant collection as well. Uh-huh. So they added two more games there. Um but they're all supposed to utilize the, the PS five features. So it'll be nice. Like I'm very thrilled to go in because like you look at Infamous Second Son. That game to this day is one of the most beautiful games I've seen on the PS4. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait to try it on the PS5 with HDR and all that. It's going to be beautiful. So, Uh. yeah, but a lot of those games, like you look at God of War, like God of War, there's no loading in God of War, so you can't really check how fast that game loads compared to the PS4 because that game is seamless completely, even on the PS4. Um, but games like Arkham Knight definitely want to see how that game works out on the PS5 from the collection. So see if they've got some of the bugs that the Xbox Series X collection uh, um, backwards compatibility stuff has, like um, Arkham Knight, not not Arkham Knight, Arkham Asylum, for some reason is capped at forty frames, forty-five frames per second on Xbox One. Hmm, that's weird. So, yeah. Yeah, so it keeps a steady 45 frames on the Series X. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if there's any like weird frame rates that pop up or bugs because of it. So like, I know that Bloodborne has its AI like linked to its frame rate, so if you go above 30 frames, it starts going awkward unless you, you know, actually do patches. If you just mm. boost the frame rate, it just has major problems with AI and and stuff like that. Yeah, the big thing with Bloodborne that everybody wants and everybody needs is the faster loading. Because Bloodborne takes about like two minutes to load, even after you die. That's a That's long time to wait after you die. It's been patched, but for some, from what I know, it still takes a very long time. That's what I said. That's patched. I remember when well, we first came out, it's like you could go Make a sandwich, have yeah. a drink, go out for a walk, and then you finally <laughs> loaded. Yeah, and that and was the big thing for a lot of people. Die. Again, and have to wait again. That was the that that was the big thing with Bloodborne, um, and that's one of the big things that everybody's looking at right now. And people want Bloodborne to work faster, <laughs> and I understand because I love Bloodborne. That's one of my favorite Souls-like games. Um, and I'll definitely go back to it if they're able to improve those load times because they were a real killer, man. So hopefully with the PS Plus version or the PS Plus collection version that um, and the SSD, that that gets fixed. Yeah, I hope so too. Oh. Also, while we talk about accessories, I don't know if you have it. I know Gary right now is recording with. Oh, but before we go to that, we're talking about and talk about mics. But I've heard that the dual the, the uh, dual sense actually has a really good mic in it. In fact, supposedly way too good for what it should be. People are, like really impressed by the uh, mic quality of the dual sense. Mm-hmm. Has really good noise cancellation software hardware in it. So yeah, unfortunately, we can't test it. <laughs> Only people no, who have PS5s yeah. can talk to each other on that. So. Yeah. But from what um, we've heard, it's really good. Ah. I hope so. Anyway, you've got... Uh, I don't know about you, Alfonso, but I know Gary has the Pulse headset. In fact, he's recording this podcast right now with it. Yes, I am. And hey. I love it. Yes, uh, the, the Pulse headset, the, the PS5 Pulse headset... It works on the PS4. It works on your PC. It is a super comfortable headset. It has the, the, the rubber strap, so it just adjusts to your head, however big or small your head is, which is great. 
super comfortable. All the features and all the buttons are on the right left speaker, I should say. Uh, the volumes, the um, the power button, the mute button. What's cool is there's a monitor button on there, so I can literally turn it on and I could hear myself through it as well. I don't know what the point of that is, um, but it's there if I want to utilize it. Um, so far, it's had a very great charge. Like I charged it all the way, and I literally used it for maybe twelve to sixteen hours, uh, just playing games and. It hasn't died. It was only lost one bar in all that time. Uh, at least, what did you see it on the PS5? It has the three bars, you know, and it, it was only down by one bar, which was amazing. But yeah, it feels great. It looks great. It comes with the USB cable, the the new the, the USB C, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it comes with that. It comes with the power jacks. I can plug it into my PC if I want to do it that way. Uh, without having to uh, do it wirelessly. But yeah, it comes with a little uh, stick. I just plug that into my PC or my PS4, and it just instantly recognizes it. I don't have to go through any customization or setup. It just goes right away once I put that stick in. So it's awesome. I highly recommend this headset. That's good. Um, so yeah, I can't wait to try that. Well, I won't be getting it, but I can't wait to see the ports of other people on it. Uh, mm-hmm, they also mm-hmm. tested that the uh, PS4 games will work with the DualSense as well, from what we can tell. So if, if even if you want to play PS4 games, you don't have to worry about switching controllers if need be. Um, you can also remote play your PS4 with your PS5. So, I mean, that if you want to do that. <laughs> um, God damn it, close Discord for accident. <laughs> oh. uh, and some other stuff I've put up. Oh, the... Um, Far Cry 6 and Rainbow Six Quarantine have been delayed. Yeah. Far Cry 6 is an interesting one to get delayed. Still haven't seen any gameplay of it, too. Uh, it's hard to get something delayed when we didn't even know when it was coming out. I don't even know we had a release date for Far Cry 6. No, it was supposed to be February. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they announced it for February. Um. Yeah, but Rainbow Six Quarantine, we still don't even know what the hell that game is. So, outside of a small CG trailer we got. Yeah. I don't, I'm don't. i starting to feel like a lot of these companies uh, are just going to forego the current gen and just do the PS5 and Xbox One versions. Um, maybe they'll still release the current gen, but it's not going to be their priority anymore. Um, I think that's why there's these delays happening for some of these games. Uh, so, explain Cyberpunk. They explained it themselves. I don't need to explain it. <laughs> they want to get over a 90 Metacritic score, and that's why they delayed it. Yeah, there is that, but they pretty much said that the PC and the PS5 and Xbox Series X versions run great, but they're working on the PS4 and Xbox One versions to be optimized, which, again, I said this from day one, they should have just cancelled those fucking versions and just released the next-gen version. Those... That game was never going to run in any way, shape, or form to the highest or optimized capacity on the current-gen systems. There's just no way. Um, and we saw we saw footage. It was very brief footage of when they showed it off on the Xbox One, and it looked worse than The Witcher 3. And that alone should have told people this version should have been cancelled because it was the first time we've seen it being run on console. Every time we've seen it was on a PC, a very high-end PC. So for the first time we saw console gameplay and it looked really bad and people called them out on it. But apparently it didn't help. I understand the need for this current-gen version because you have that massive player base. But is it really worth it? <laughs> to to 
put your developers through what they're going through right now, the constant death threats that they're getting, the harassment that they're getting because they keep delaying and delaying and delaying. Like, it's not cool for them, especially when they're ready to go. They were ready to go on November 19th, and then you just delayed the game without even telling them. Most of the developers found out the same day that we found out. Mm-hmm. That's not cool. That's not cool at all. You don't do that. Um, it sucks because I know CD Projekt Red has been hailed as this great company for people to work at. Um, they're giving away all this free DLC all the time. They're very consumer friendly. But a lot of the reasons why they're delaying this game now are coming out, and through all these conversations and these leaked emails between shareholders and stuff and it's not painting them in a very good picture because it's painting them in the picture of we want to make as much money as possible and like you said ben they're going for over a 90 point score on metacritic and from what i know and from what a lot of people have said that 90 point score determines on if developers get um bonuses and according to this they might not get bonuses if they fall below 90 so that's not right either so yeah cyberpunk and cd project red right now with cyberpunk when it comes to the consumer friendliness of their business side are not looking very consumer friendly right now because they're more worried about the money and how much money they're going to make. Which is not who they were when they released The Witcher 3. No, um, I feel like they were. They just did the better to hide it. Well, maybe. Maybe. But it's not good I when you have so much stuff them. leaking. You never trusted them. <laughs> not nearly, no. It's like when they announced all that free DLC which was basically just small bits of content. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of the free DLC they added was just stuff that, yeah, people would charge for, but chances are they would have charged for the bundle. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, I never... It's like them they're announcing Witcher 3 for free as an upgrade on PS5 and Xbox One. I'm going to see how much of a difference actually is be- be- between the PC version and this new next-gen version. When it comes out, because I'm mm-hmm. gonna, I bet suspiciously like the ultra version of the PC. And I think another reason why it's delayed that they don't want to tell you is they want people to review the next gen versions of that game because okay. they know if they review the current gen versions, it's not going to get as high of a score as they they believe it should. So this delay for me is also being added to let's delay it to the tenth so we can get early review copies of next gen versions when more press has a PS5 and an Xbox Series X rather than having them review the current gen version, which is gonna be far inferior. At least that's what I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sounds sounds about right. Because it's weird to me. Like, if the PS5 version runs good now, but the PS4 version is the one that's causing problems, that just tells me you've been working on the next-gen version way more than you were on the current-gen version. Yeah. Of that game. Um, and I hate to say, we- it's probably going to be the Xbox version that's causing the problems more than the PlayStation. Because the Xbox One has even less specs than the PS4. And they also have to look at the Series S. They have to run on Series <laughs> S as well. <laughs> <laughs> Which we already know is causing problems for another game and another developer. <laughs> AKA Devil May Cry Special Edition, which is having a hard time even running on that system. And that's a current gen game. <laughs> uh. um, so... Yeah, for me, it's like we talked about this where I believe it's easier for developers to upscale their game rather than downscale it. And here it seems like they're doing the opposite, doing the downscaling instead of the upscaling. Mm. 
for the PS5 version. Um, and I feel like that's what's causing a lot of problems for them. It's better to downscale than it is to upscale. You think so? That's how video game industries worked since video game industry started. Mm-hmm. The, the standard practice would always be make a make something that is slightly better than your current console or PC, and then down downscale it so that that way um, you've got it as a future asset in case need be. That was kind of the standard practice practice for the longest time. So, yeah, going from well, downscaling has always been standard. No, I don't know there, man. Because I don't know. I just, I just don't know what's going on with this game. Cause... The difference is downscaling for a console versus downscaling for nine different systems. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah, so pretty much this this PS4. just tells me that that the PS5 version is going to launch on December 10th because we before we didn't have a date for next gen. This pretty much tells me that there is a date for next gen if it's now going to release on December 10th, and they said that the next gen versions run perfectly. Yeah. Be interesting to see if they do launch then. Uh, yeah. Does anyone got anything they want to talk about? Uh, yeah. Um, we got our November PS Plus games revealed. And Talking about bug it, snacks. Yes, bug snacks. Well, we pretty much said <laughs> or predicted <laughs> that this was going to be a PS Plus game, and this is our first PlayStation Five PS Plus. Title for free, uh, Bug Snacks, which not everybody was looking forward to it, but now they should be because it's free and you're gonna get to play it for free. Um, it's important to know that you will not get the PS4 version if you get the PlayStation Plus version of the game, but if you do buy the PS5 version, you will still get the PS4 version for free and vice versa. But if you just grab the free PS Plus version, you will not get the free PS4 version of the game. Um, I don't know why you'd want to play on an older system when you're playing it on a new system, but that's just my opinion. Um, so yeah, Bug Snacks, PS Plus. We also found out that oh, actually, let's just finish up. We're also getting uh, Shadow of War. Middle Earth Shadow of War, which was the sequel to Shadow of Mordor, for free as well. This, I think, is a very big get because that game can easily take like 120 hours, 130 hours to finish. Um, it is fun. It has problems, but it's fun. Um, and it's a big game. So we're getting that. And we're also getting um, Hollow Knight for free as well. So three games. Plus, if you get in the PS5, you're also getting 20 more games with the PS Plus collection as well, right off the bat. So that's cool. Thoughts on PlayStation Plus for November? Happy? Not happy? Angry? Alfonso, let's start with you. It's so, uh, as far as the 20, the 20 for the, the, you know, the PS Plus collection, um, the only one I'm playing is Days Gone because I'm not big into zombie games, but um, it looks interesting for what I saw, what I heard people talking about. So that I will be playing. Bug Snacks, yeah, that wasn't something I was going to buy, but we're getting it for free. Yes, of course. Go and download and play it. Um, Shadow of Mordor, I played it on 4, never finished it. So. Um, Yes, we'll be happy to replay that because what I enjoyed was very good. Like I said, it was just time consuming because there's a lot of hours to go into that game. Um, mm-hmm. What was the, the other game you mentioned? Hollow Knight. Yeah, that I never played. I heard it was good. So, um, yeah, I also checked it out. So, it's a lot of games. Well, if you encounter all, if you encounter all 20, 
then yes, there's a lot of games. But as, as far as me checking out all three in terms of the PS5 collection, Bus Snacks, uh, Hollow Knight, Shadow of Mordor, plus um, for me, 2K21 and Spider-Man Miles Morales, that, that's enough for me to start off with. So I'm, I'm happy with it. Mm. What about you, Ben? Uh, I'm excited for Bug Snacks. Bug Snacks. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'll be getting now. Pre- I hope you'll get Miles Morales at launch. With that, plus um, Astro Bomb, kind of happy with the launch for mis- myself right now. So Yeah, uh, we're literally getting two free games on PS5 uh, yeah. right mm-hmm. out on trade, yeah. which is pretty great. You know, sure, you can keep saying Bug, uh, Astro Bot isn't a real game, but it really is. It has a platinum trophy. It does? Nice. <laughs> yeah, it has a platinum trophy. It takes like seven to eight hours to finish. It's a real freaking game, and you're getting it for free. So enjoy that shit. Did you see the uh, yeah. improved load times as well that they patched in? Yeah, they patched in. Now two seconds to load into the game. It's amazing. Yeah. It used to be, I think, se- I think they said seven or eight seconds to load. Now it's two seconds. Um, But that wasn't the only PlayStation Plus news. We also know... February's one of February's free PS Plus games, and that is Destruction All Stars, which is going to be free on PlayStation Plus come November because it has been delayed out of Sony's launch window or launch date. It was supposed to be a launch title, and it will now be releasing in February for free on PlayStation Plus. Um, this, I think, is the best move for that game because I feel that is the one game that has gotten the least amount of press and the least amount of hype. Um, mm-hmm. And the fact that we just haven't gotten enough footage of it to really know exactly what the hell it is or how yeah. it plays. Yeah. Um, it was supposed to be a launch game. It is no longer going to be a launch game. So it has been moved to PlayStation Plus for February. Thoughts on Destruction All-Stars? Good move? Bad move? I think it's a great move. I agree, especially with the other games that's coming out during that time, Assassin's Creed and and um, there's something else besides Spider-Man, something and and Demon Souls and all that stuff. Yeah, that's just it's just too congested. Plus, with all the uh, the other PS Plus games, yeah, it, it's a good move that they made. So, Ben, I'm just wondering what January is going to be. <laughs> no, because uh, Bug Snacks is November and December. So that leaves January with one title. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see, because a lot of people didn't even think we'd get PlayStation 5 games for PS Plus until at least six months after the system releases. I mean, um, I called that we'll get them at launch, is why we probably got the PS3 drop. No, there you go. Well, I you know, you work in, in the business, Ben, you know. <laughs> well, no, it's just that I Secretly. expect, like, you know, indie games to be, like, uh, yeah, probably in the plus for PS5. I don't expect any AAA games, you know, but mm-hmm. not even, I wouldn't say indie, but, you know, the smaller, less, such as, you know, the Destruction All-Stars, which would have would have bombed otherwise, probably. Yeah, I think of all the games, that would have been the, the, the biggest bomb for them, unfortunately. Um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, PlayStation Plus. Still getting free stuff. <sighs> um, there was some controversy, though, Ben. I don't know if you saw or read or heard about it, but it involves Ubisoft and backwards compatibility. Ubisoft released a statement saying that all of Ubisoft's games will be backwards compatible on the Xbox Series X. Um, They also said that all of their games will also be backwards compatible with the PS5, except for a handful of certain ones. And this started to cause a big commotion because of what the games were. Um, so they released a statement, all the games will be playable except for Assassin's Creed Syndicate, 
the Assassin's Creed Chronicles, which includes uh, Assassin's Creed India, China, and Russia. Um, Risk, Star Trek Bridge Crew, which is a PSVR exclusive game. Uh, Werewolves Within and Space Junkies will not be backwards compatible on the PS5. This was weird because why these games? Why Assassin's Creed Syndicate? Which I think is the biggest one on that list. Yes. Um, why they weren't going to be backwards compatible on the PS5. Um, but later, Ubisoft went in and removed the statement. Um, they said there are inaccuracies in the statement, but they did not say whether those games are going to be playable. They just said, they just removed it to not tell people, apparently. <laughs> um, but thoughts? Assassin's Creed Syndicate, obviously of those, I feel is the biggest one. Yes, that was my favorite. I think, I think that was the last one I played. Yeah, that's the one that's set in London. Yes, was that yes. the one with the, the, the brother and sister? Yes. Yes, yes dude, that was the last one I played. Yes. Yes, that was the last <laughs> one I played. And I enjoyed that one so much just switching between I don't remember the names, but this switching between was male and female. Avery? Avery? So Avery. British Chile. That 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 makes no sense. Cause I honestly like I said, I'm not getting Valhalla. No time Ask Creed Syndicate character. But Syndicate, I was looking forward to playing, knowing that like Eevee. that a lot of yeah, Eevee. A lot of these PS4 games are you know backwards compatibility compatible. Eevee I was looking forward Jacobs. to Syndicate because I was like seventy five percent seventy five percent through. And I you know games came up so I never got back to it and I was like I missed out on Odyssey and Origins. It's like, I know I'm not supposed to just go straight to Valhalla because I wanted to just to finish them in order. And obviously, I need to go back to Syndicate. And to know that I can't play it sucks. That 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 really sucks. So, yeah. Just a warning to any podcast listeners right now, if we're still recording when my friend get My friend is doing the 46, 48 main dungeon on Fantasy 14 on Twitch. Um, and there's a drop in it that I want, and I've cleared the dungeon 11 times now, and he, I haven't had it drop once. He's done it four times and already had it drop once. So if there is a random me saying, oh, swear words, it's because he's got the drop again. Okay, so just a warning. <laughs> Perfection. Um, but no, I, I've heard that it'll run on the PS5. But it'll just be buggy. Mm. So it's going to be a bug. It's going to have problems. It's going to run, but it'll just be um, buggy. I wonder why. So these are the questions they need answering, Ben. Um, yeah, as far as the other ones, Sony. <laughs> Sony, you should be phoning up Ubisoft, man, not Sony. <laughs> As far as the other ones, um, I don't think it's a big loss. Uh, the Chronicles games weren't exactly amazing. Uh, Side-scrollers, mostly. Um, mm -hmm. But still weird. It's still Assassin's Creed. You think they want to support Assassin's Creed across everything. Um, but I think the other big one on that list is Star Trek Bridge Crew, which is a PSVR title. So I know it doesn't have the, as big of a market, but it's got a very big franchise name behind it um and the game was fun uh four-player co-op you could pretty much fly the the ship with four people and each one has their own job that they have to do um so yeah that's another big one i feel should probably have been supported don't know why and it wasn't <sighs> moving on then um, sticking with Ubisoft, though, um, according to DualShockers, uh, who have gotten a statement from Ubisoft saying that Assassin's Creed Valhalla will not run on native 4K on the PS5. 
It will on the Series X, but it will be upscaled to 4K on the PS5. Thoughts on this? Because this, to me, is very interesting. Because on the official website of Ubisoft in the game, it says that it will run on 4K, but it does not obviously state if it's native or if it's upscaled. And I understand why they wouldn't tell you, because they want people... It's a marketing thing. They want you to believe mm-hmm. that it runs natively on 4K. But, again, upscaled to 4K 60 frames per second compared to native 4K 60 frames a second on the Xbox Series X. Thoughts on this? Why? Why? Why can't it do it on the PS5? Why can't it do it on the Xbox but not the PS5? Bet. You're good at this stuff. Tell us. Well, the, P- the Xbox does have that little bit more power advantage. It's not much, though. It's like a 13% power difference. Um, mm-hmm. But I, maybe they just put more time into the Xbox version. They, they do have a marketing deal with Microsoft. Yeah. So I guess. Yeah. Um, hell, if it depending on how well it's upscaled, it could look better than native in a way. Well, it won't look better than native, but it could look very close. Um that's the magic of DLS on PC, though. It's like it's it's more resource hog. It's more of a resource hog to actually make it native on PC, and then just it's better to have the game running at under 4K and use DLS or whatever the Sony's version, because Sony patented its own DLS for it, didn't it? So it'll be interesting to see because um, 4K takes so much resources that by having it under, you can actually push other you know other graphics. So it'd be interesting to see the difference between the two as well. It could be that the Xbox looks crispier, but the PS5 version has a better frame rate or has better draw distance or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about your thoughts, Alfonso? It honestly doesn't matter to me because <laughs> I don't care about 4K. So... <laughs> Like I'm, I'm serious. Like I have, I have a 4K TV. I actually have two 4K TVs, and like the content that I see on it is like I don't see the difference from 4K and 1080. So it, it's pointless. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, I only see this as um, pretty much adding fuel to the fire for console wars. Mm-hmm. You know. PlayStation fans and Xbox fans constantly going at it. Well, my version is better because it displays in 4K. This is just another one of those small things that is just going to get the hardcore fans going at each other again. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately. Um, Some big news, though. Sony is in final talks to buy Crunchyroll from AT&T and WarnerMedia for a reported $950 million. That is crazy. This is interesting <laughs> because Sony currently owns 95% of Funimation. So now they're also trying to buy Crunchyroll, which is Funimation's biggest competitor. Um, and easily the biggest anime streaming service out there bigger than Funimation. Um, but they do own Funimation. 95% of it, I should say, which is essentially the whole thing. <laughs> um, but why? Why do they want to buy Crunchyroll? It's a big number. $957 million is a lot of money. Maybe not for Microsoft, but for Sony, I feel close to a billion dollars is a lot. I know AT&T wanted... Uh, back when they were talking about selling off a lot of their assets, I believe they wanted $2.5 billion for Crunchyroll, which is insane. But it seems like they have settled for $957 million is the total amount. Uh, but $950 million estimated. So Thoughts on this, uh, Alfonso? Or this? Let's go with Ben. Ben, you tell us. Sony has bought so many anime services 
Imagine if they'd put them all under one name and to charge one subscription, if only. Like some sort of <laughs> verb. I find it weird. At least I remember um, they announced in Verve, which was like uh, loads of different like brands under one name. And then like three months into Verve coming in, it might have been a bit longer, but it wasn't that long into the company you know, thing actually starting that, that Sony bought Funimation and just ripped this like the one of the biggest things part of the. It's like, well, now Sony could do their own Verve. With blackjack and anime and hookers and anime. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that this is um, kind of a move for Sony to get a lot of licenses for games as well uh, that are owned by Crunchyroll? Tiles. <laughs> uh, because first party. Well, they own Funimation. Naruto mm-hmm. is owned by Funimation, essentially, distributed by Funimation, but Mm -hmm. Namco Bandai owns the gaming rights to that. Uh, And Naruto, One Piece, Dragon Ball Z, or the Dragon Ball franchise altogether, uh, even My Hero Academia. So it's clear that Sony... No, hold on, hold on, we'll get to it. Okay. Um, So Sony Curry has a deal, at least Funimation does, with Namco Bandai because they're licensing a lot of these franchises to them. What exclusive franchises would Crunchyroll be able to bring for game development? And with what publisher, for that matter? Um, Bikini Warriors. The only thing, oh my God, be serious, man. The only thing I can think of is is, um, God of High School because that is like the latest thing that Crunchyroll was promoting. Crunchyroll is also, I believe, uh, the owners of the Demon Slayer franchise as well, which mm-hmm. is a pretty massive franchise right now. It's gaining a crap ton of steam. Uh, rated best anime games. of 2019. Looking at the Crunchyroll animes, I, I want a Food Wars cooking mama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh... Yeah, so right now I'm just wondering why, what is Sony's move with this um, besides just having more anime to distribute? Um, I know Netflix is really big on anime right now. They're investing a lot of money into original anime because um, mm-hmm. they're seeing a lot of benefit out of it. Um, but you own Funimation. What is the benefit of having Crunchyroll as well? Um, unless it is just to have Combine the two and just have one massive streaming service and gain all the profit from it. Funny rolls. There we go. Funny rolls. Damn man. I I don't know. Uh, I find it weird. Like you said, Ben said it. They own a lot of anime stories in the past. Like you said, Gary, they own ninety-five percent of Funimation. You would think they would take that money and invest into some publisher, buy out some publisher or developer. I I don't know. I we don't know what these you know companies do in terms of you know what goes through Microsoft and Sony head, but uh, I I don't know. I I don't know. Where, I don't know what to say. I I don't. I really don't know what to say. I don't. No, I think it'd be amazing if Sony went in to set up their own um, dedicated anime game developing studio that specifically works on anime games. That and would be cool. Yeah. See what crazy stuff they can pull off using Sony's internal resources. Um, and we've seen even the worst of Sony's own studios put out AAA games easily. Um, so what can they pull off if they have anime licenses to work from too? Just, just give it to the Sly Cooper team. gotta give it to somebody Uh, oh yeah so yeah uh, not long now to our PS5s it's what two weeks for you Uh, 12th of November Mm -hmm. and then it's three weeks for me 
Unless you break in the store and steal it from the back room, man. Oh, my God. I'm sure I'll be there a week early. <laughs> <laughs> or Alfonso can send you one of his from the warehouse. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking about PlayStation, did you guys update the PlayStation app? Yes. My, mine still has not updated. Really? I deleted it, I uninstalled it, and reinstalled it, and it's still the old one. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with it. Okay, so since you can't talk about this, Ben, your thoughts on the new redesign? I think it looks really nice. Uh, let me open up my phone so I can look at it again. Wait, let me check now. Uh, I like the design. It's a lot more. It seems a lot snappier, and also the fact that I can have all the things in one thing rather than having different apps for each one. Like yes, like the they now integrated messages. Yeah, they integrated messages in the app. I am updated now. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, okay. I can see what I've been playing recently. I can see uh -huh. what my friends are playing. Uh, I've got one friend playing Zombie Army 4. Uh, oh, this is not good. This shows people what I've been playing that they're not supposed to know about. <laughs> so I've been playing Avengers. My mate right now is playing Remnant. So, yeah. This is bad. I mean, if you've got your game as hidden, it shouldn't show. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, Ooh, this is nice. The PlayStation Store is integrated into the app. This is what I yeah. want from the PS5. This is the PlayStation <laughs> 5 integration, finally. Here it is. Uh, ooh, this is nice. Uh, it's all fast and smooth and sexual. So, yeah, I'm definitely impressed with it. I can see how many people have sent friend requests I haven't accepted yet. Ben has more friend requests than actual friends. <laughs> I think I'm like oh, 100 and some friend requests. People keep sending me them. Oh, my God. I knew what you hate, everybody. Yeah, I've got like 99 plus requests. Most of the time it's just spam. I like it. This is a very nice app. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, there is one more piece of news, Ben, okay. that I like to talk about really quickly. Um, we didn't report on it because it's still rumored. But it's gaining a lot of traction, and from what I'm hearing, it could possibly be true. Um, Square is preparing to launch the Final Fantasy VII Remake Definitive Edition on the PC, and they will also launch it on the PS5 and potentially the Xbox One. Um, yeah. They may not be releasing on the Xbox One, though, uh, and they may just release it on Series X instead. Um but this definitive edition is obviously supposed to include better textures, faster loading, a lot of improvements from Final Fantasy VII, but also cut DLC content. Well, not DLC, but cut content. Yeah. And a lot of this cut content involves the, the Tifa gameplay that recently came out that they were planning on making, uh, that they had to cut, where... It takes place before or after Cloud disappears, um, and then he meets up with Aerith for the first time. It takes place during that time, and you find out why Aerith is going to Don Cornello. Tifa, sorry. Um, you find out why she's going there. So you played this section with her and Barrett and uh, Avalanche. You get to see the Avalanche hideout, which we didn't get to see uh, in the remake. Um, and some other DLC that they obviously haven't talked about yet. Or not DLC, yeah. cut content. I keep saying DLC. Damn it. <laughs> cut content. But this was the big one that was revealed recently. It was the Tifa one. Um, and oh, it no, will probably be included. For his room as well. What? Remember his really badly textured door. <laughs> but a lot of those improvements. And... Graphically, it's supposed to look incredible. It's going to have ray tracing. It's going to have a lot of crazy stuff that they're adding into it. Um, it's not being done by the remake team because they're working on part two. Um, 
it's being done by a separate team, but apparently it's a very good team and they have a lot of faith in it. And uh, well, it makes sense. Nomura, is, doing Nomura is, yeah, Nomura is heavily involved in it as well. Um, oh god, then it's not going to be out forever then. <laughs> It'll be out. The, it's supposed to. Part one will be out the same time as part two. No, it's supposed to release next year when the PC version is supposed to come out. Um, so April. I believe somewhere around then, um, yeah. between January and maybe April. Um, but thoughts, Ben. I'll buy it. I would too. Uh, also, I should say that uh, owners who have the PS4 version will get the PS5 version for free. It will nice. be a free upgrade, um, but oh, obviously you can just buy one. the PS5 version, nice. and it will be a discounted version. It will be like a forty-dollar version instead of the full sixty-dollar price, or at this rate, seventy dollars, um, depending on the studio, I should say. Um, well, no, it's going to be standard seventy dollars for most games, to be honest. These days, it's oh, I don't know. A lot of the third-party games are still sixty dollars. Sony's some of Sony's first-party. Are going to be seventy. Uh, as far as I know, right now, Demon Souls and NBA Two K Twenty One are the only ones that are seventy dollars. Yeah, everything else is still sixty. Releases. They've been priced based on the size and the release of the game, mm -hmm. which is good in my opinion. Yeah, like Saturn um, is sixty, isn't it? Um, Miles Morales is fifty. Mm -hmm. Uh, seventy if you get the uh, with the DLC, definitive one with the the remastered. Iron Man remastered on it. Yeah, yeah. it's seventy dollars. But then you're getting game. you're getting two games there, yeah. so I'd say that's a good deal. Um, but another piece that I also forgot to mention is going to include uh costumes that you can change the characters into. Um, so. Obviously, you'll probably get Eret's old costume. You'll probably get all the old costumes. And I know people really want Tifa's old costume because she's... Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know what? God damn it, Alfonso. <laughs> I'd, rather, yeah, I'd rather have her fight in that purple dress. Give me that. <laughs> um, so costume changes. Uh, the Advent Children ones have been talked about a little bit. So you might get the Advent Children costumes. Which I'm okay with because Cloud's Advent Children costume is awesome. Mm -hmm. I run around with that. Um, so yeah, we might get more seven definitive version. This is why there hasn't really been any. Well, they even said there's not going to be DLC for Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, but clearly, there's a lot of cut content that they did work on. They did have a lot of stuff done for it, but they cut it. So maybe this team has been working on this this kind of content to get it fully released. Um, and it'll be great, because who knows when Remake 2 is coming out. Uh, we have Final Fantasy 16 coming out next year, probably around the holidays. Um, so yeah. 7 Remake is going to be back in the news probably soon-ish. Maybe. If you're lucky. I think that's the last bit of news I had. Fair ben enough. disappeared. Okay, there he is. There. <laughs> so that's it for this week's episode. Um, Gary, have you any show outs and how can they contact you? Yes, you can uh, contact me on Twitter or on any platform that uses the name Gagwaush. That's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. Uh, shout out to you guys as always thank you for having me on it's always fun it's always a pleasure shout out to chris tim everybody else who has joined us on the podcast uh, my boy ed who is i believe getting a new kitty yesterday or today i'm not sure so sucks free alfonso kitties are the best it has nothing to do with me <laughs> it has a lot to do with you <laughs> oh my god. Alfonso, have they got your shouts and how can they contact you? Shout out to you, Ben. Shout out to you, Gary. To all the listeners, to all the followers, to our other co-hosts that couldn't be on today. Um, we're finally in November, you know? PS5, 
And yes, Xbox is around the corner. Um, to whoever got their pre-orders, congrats to people who missed out. I hope this launch isn't crazy like past generations and you'll be able to get one on launch day. If not, then, you know, sometime during the holidays. This is going to be crazy, Alfonso. Remember how this whole year's been? Yeah. I mean, most of... I I feel like it won't be as crazy because a lot of it is just going to be digital. Or not digital. uh, Internet-based now because people are not going to be going to the stores to pick up their systems and have it delivered to them. That's true. Because in your case, Ben, you might not even be able to go out to the store. To pick it up. Stupid lockdowns. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. New Zealand, they're going to be on the beach having sex with their PS5. Oh my because God. They can grab theirs because they ain't got no COVID over there. They know what the hell they're doing. I can't. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter on Ali At Ali and you can follow me at MG Oscar Chili. Thank you everyone for listening. We'll be back next week and hopefully we'll have more to talk about. Otherwise, we'll just ramble on until we get our PS5s in the week after. Well, they will. I will sit here and listen to them and be jealous. So until then, this has been PlayStation Unchained. Um, go check out PSU.com. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.